Hello, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Tecum Ironhoof. With every episode, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming to listen once again. Your support means the world to me, as well as the original authors of the stories that are presented. Tonight, I bring you a story by Dream Merchant, a wonderful author and amazing equine artist. She's been instrumental, along with many others, in encouraging me to continue this little project of mine. If you're interested, please visit the links below to see more of their stories and art. For tonight's story, we follow the journey of Serena, a dappled gray mare who finds herself deep in a thick forest when a mysterious melody begins to play. Though frightened, her curiosity overtakes her and her world is never the same again. With that, sit back, relax, and drift away into another world of furry fiction and erotica. Gemini, speak thy name. Written by Dream Merchant. Mist surrounded the thicket as a lone mare walked along a well-trodden path. The gentle rustle of leaves dancing around her hooves as the swirls of thick fog were displaced by each breath she took. Every few steps, the crunching noise of leaves that had found their way beneath her hooves broke the deafening silence. It was a path that had been traveled by few, but the warnings of sticking to the path had been spoken many times. Yet, as the mare quietly walked, there was something which kept capturing her attention. A song, a gentle melody that sounded like the gentlest of whispers. She couldn't explain it, but it was like a spotlight in the murky darkness that drew her in, like a moth mindlessly drawn towards the flickering of a flame. Without realizing, the dappled gray mare had found herself standing motionless, her head turned away from the direction of the path as she stared deeply into the misty darkness. Her ears were both forward, listening intensely as the gentle melody continued to enrapture her. The gentle, methodical puffs of steam from her nostrils mixed and danced with the mist that surrounded her. It was the only movement emanating from her body. She could feel her heart pounding beneath her chest, causing her fingers to lift and gently run across her cleavage. The gentle shudder of her breast as her heart thundered caused her to exhale heavily. She closed her eyes for a moment taking a deep breath in and slowly exhaling as she opened them again. Calm yourself, Serena, she gently whispered to herself, looking back to the path that she had been traveling along. It's just another hour's walk before you'll be at the village again. She centered herself by turning back to face the path again, inhaling another deep, thick breath of misty air before exhaling once again. Her hand fell from the rising and falling bosom of her chest and clutched the bag she had slung over her shoulder, a look of determination falling across her graying features. This village was going to be her new start, a chance to make something of herself and start her own business. Taking another step forward, once again that soft, sweet, alluring lullaby touched her ears. She stopped, turning slowly to the side to once again stare into the abyss that was the darkness of the forest. It seemed softer this time in tone, but there was a sniff of urgency to the melody. She almost felt as if someone was calling to her. Hello? She stuttered a little, calling out towards the misty darkness. There was no reply. But still, there was that melody. Soft, serene, calling to her like a long-lost lover reaching out to touch her for the first time in centuries. She swallowed hard fighting the internal battle of whether she should follow the sound 
or turn back and follow the path she had destined herself to follow. She didn't know if it was stupidity or morbid curiosity, but either way, the dappled gray mare slowly left the path she had been walking and made her way into the misty thicket. Reaching out and pushing away the branches of bare trees, she slowly walked deeper and deeper into the mist, the pathway slowly disappearing from her view and seemingly from her thoughts. As she walked towards the sound of the melody, it slowly grew louder and a little more distinct. There was a quiet humming alongside of the song, mixed with the sound of running water growing clearer with each step that she took. Parting the way through the dense undergrowth and spindly trees, the form of a lake appeared before her. The running water was a stream which fed into the lake via a small waterfall. It seemed that this was the source not only of the sound, but also of the mist. Serena watched as the mist slowly rose from the water, spreading out into the darkness and dancing between the trees. Her eyes scanned over the lake, from the waterfall across the expanse of the lake, watching as the ripples from the waterfall calmed and turned into an almost perfectly still surface. It was only as she started to turn back to look towards the waterfall that her eyes caught a few bubbles wiggling their way to the surface and skimming along the water's edge before bursting. She inhaled sharply, giving herself a small scare as she wondered what was beneath the surface of the water that would cause bubbles to rise. Could it be fish? Some other sort of wildlife lurking on the bottom of the lake? She suddenly shivered, feeling a cold rush of air brush over her shoulder. Clutching her bag closer to her body, she looked back and forward across the lake, suddenly realizing that the melody she had previously heard had all but vanished now. Serena. A deep, whispering tone brushed across the back of her neck, causing the young mare to spin around. With her heart thundering in her chest and her breathing short and quick, she glanced around in the misty darkness to find the source of the sound, terrified that whatever was out there had known her name. Who? Who's there? Show yourself? She demanded. Or at least she tried to sound demanding. Her voice was shakier than her breathing, and the pounding of her heart almost drowned out the sound of her own voice. Hearing what could only be described as the sound of a rock hitting the surface of the water, the mare once again whipped around to catch sight of what had caused the noise. Alas, all she was met with was the vision of ripples cascading across the water, left with nothing more than the sign that something had entered or exited the water while she had her back turned. With her breath now ragged and shaky, the young mare slowly took a tentative step backwards, her bright blue eyes wide with fear as they stared at the rippling water. As she took a second step backwards, the hem of her long, pale blue dress caught under her hoof, tugging her left shoulder back as she stumbled backwards. As she scrambled to regain her footing, the sodden ground underfoot became her downfall as she slipped and fell backwards to land heavily on her back and shoulder. Wincing in pain as a sharp rock ripped through the light fabric and pierced the skin of her left arm, the mare squeezed her eyes shut as her right hand clutched at her arm. She whimpered and sobbed for a moment before she felt a drop of water land upon her brow, and then another landing just above her nostril. She opened her eyes, expecting to be met with rain falling from the sky above her. But instead, her eyes were cast upon a chestnut figure standing over her, with flaming, auburn, and orange tendrils of mane dripping water across her face and neck. 
with her mouth agape, eyes wide. She exhaled an almighty, blood-curdling scream as she scrambled to get herself back on her hooves, turning and stumbling backwards into the water. It wasn't until she was waist-deep that she struggled to run any further away and managed to stop with the sickening realization that she had just trapped herself. Shaking in fear, she looked towards the chestnut figure that hadn't moved from his position, but noticed that his dripping mane was drying at an unnaturally fast pace. Not only was it drying, but it was starting to glow and flicker, small sparks appearing as the tendrils of his mane started to catch on fire. What the... What the hell are you? She managed to stutter out between gasping breaths. The chestnut figure that stood before her started to smirk, the corner of his lips rising enough to allow a lengthened canine fang to appear. His crimson eyes playfully looked the mare up and down from her blue eyes to the top of her waist, which was now submerged beneath the water, glowing ever so slightly against the misty darkness. The creature chuckled, his equine countenance raising as his eyes met with hers, lifting up his hands to show the impressive claws that tipped each fingertip. His lips parted, now showing that he not only had two impressive canine top fangs, but also two on his lower jaw as well. He reached his hand out in front of him, his eyes now studying his hand and claws as he turned to her to speak. It is common that I am asked what I am over who I am. His deep, rumbling voice was a mixture of seductive tones and the thing of nightmares. The young mare gasped at his words. A confusing mix of emotions floated over her. The deep allure of his voice was not something she had ever heard before and caused a flutter deep beneath her chest and between her legs. But there was still that deep, foreboding sense of fear that gripped at her throat, choking the very air from her lungs as she struggled to breathe. She watched in horror as the stallion took a step towards her, the pale blue moonlight starting to uncover more of his features as he stepped away from the shadows of the trees behind him. His body started to glow softly, and it was only as he continued to walk towards her that she started to drop her gaze over him. She caught her breath as she quickly noticed the stallion was stark naked, from his well-rounded shoulders to the rippling of his chest and abs, she quickly found herself staring at his sheath and hanging balls. Serena swallowed hard, her eyes snapping back to the face of the stallion as he continued to walk towards her. She wanted to run, to scream, to lash out and fight, but she felt frozen in place, unable to move. She had never laid eyes upon a naked man before, and certainly never a stallion with the physique as the chestnut creature before her. Wait! She held up her hand, trying in vain to stop the fanged creature walking towards her any closer. She was momentarily relieved when he stopped at the water's edge, giving her a moment to catch her breath and take a long and heavy inhale and exhale to steady her nerves. Trying in vain to not cast her eyes over his magnificently naked body, she bore into his eyes, pleading with him silently to do her no harm. You... you never answered my question... She asked quietly, her hands starting to shake as the fear of his answer started to flood her body once again. Well? He spoke softly, his eyes parting to allow his tongue to run along the front of his lower lip as he pondered his answer. I am two halves, which make one whole. The son of Pyroes, 
one of the immortal fire horses bound to Sir Helios, the sun god. And the result of a forbidden tryst between Pyroes and the mythical Kefildrir, Kelvimer, Yenth. The suave tone of his voice captivated the young mare, even though the explanation of his origins did not paint a picture that would normally clear the air of fear. She was, however, slightly fascinated by the tale that he had painted with his words. She was, after all, a lover of scripture and literature. She knew very well of the tales of Helios and his horses, just as much as she had read the mythological stories of the Welsh Kelpies, the Kefeldwyr, two halves, which make one whole, his words repeated in her mind, a mixture of fire and water, an immortal god and a mythical creature. How on earth could this be? How on earth did this creature even exist in reality? And what exactly did this mean? Would his Kelpie side mean certain death for the young maiden? Or would the reflection of Helios, who was believed to be an all-seeing witness, and thus was often invoked in oaths, give the creature a sense of honor? So, you are both fire and water? That is... Impossible. Yes, for a mere mortal, it would be. The stallion cut her off, both finishing her question and also answering it. I am equal parts, and I have control over both. He continued, starting to walk towards the mare once again. As he walked through the water, the young mare watched as his flaming tail started to touch the water, and to her amazement, with a small hiss, the fire which was flickering on the strands of his tail were simply left behind on the water's surface. Like flickering candles, the flames bounced and ran along the water for a few moments before slowly fading away. The water seemed to extinguish the clear, burning flames of his mane and tail, but it did not seem to bring the stallion any pain or discomfort. You are immortal? She questioned, taking a tentative step backwards into the water, bringing the level of the lake a little higher up her waist before she stopped again. I am, he responded taking another slow step towards her, his glowing crimson eyes never leaving hers. Are you? The young mare swallowed hard, glancing behind her in a feeble attempt to find another way to escape him, only looking back to watch as he continued to slowly walk towards her. Dangerous? He questioned, once again finishing the sentence for the mare. Again, she swallowed hard her eyes blinking heavily in an attempt to hide the tears that were forming. She slowly nodded her head, raising her arm so that a single finger could wipe away a tear that was rolling down the side of her cheek. As the stallion closed the gap between them, he reached up with a clawed hand, turning his wrist so the back of his finger followed hers down her cheek. Serena closed her eyes, feeling the unnatural warmth of his touch against her skin and the warmth of his body embracing her as he stood close to her. She quickly realized that the fire side of the creature was warming her body to stop her shivering and bringing her an eerie comfort with his closeness. It has been a very long time since I devoured a stranger that entered my waters. His voice trailed off as he looked down over her, watching as her eyes snapped open with a shock at his words. As she opened her mouth to speak, he raised a finger and pressed it against her lips to stop her watching as her eyes flickered with fear, but her body shuddered against him with his touch and quiet tone of his voice. He slowly allowed the finger against her cheek to slowly trace down her throat and along her neck 
following the warmth of her jugular vein down towards her chest. But... He paused, looking down to the rising and falling cleavage of her breast, running his finger across the skin that was so temptingly exposed above her dress. It has been even longer since I took a lover into the depths. He smirked as he felt her body quiver beneath his touch, a soft sigh of relief blowing against the fingers on her lips as she took some quiet solace in knowing his first threat was not what he had in store for her. But still, the deep pit of fear boiled within her stomach. He was still a Kelpie, a dangerous creature that could take her life in the mere blink of an eye. Not to mention, the young maiden was exactly that, a maiden mare. She had never even seen a male naked before, let alone shared anything intimate. As the chestnut stallion lowered his head, his nostrils flared as he captured the scent of blood emanating from the wound on her left arm. He hummed, licking his lips as his lips brushed past the side of her neck, using his flat front teeth to nip at her skin softly. Serena's body shivered without warning at his nip, a thrill of both fear and ecstasy rushing through her veins as her heart beat a little stronger in the depths of her chest. The stallion's lips pressed along her neck, nipping and kissing along the delicate grooves where the pulsing jugular vein rested mere millimeters beneath the skin. The warmth of her skin, the pulsing of fresh blood beneath his lips, and the strong scent of blood coming from the wound on the mare's arm taunted the stallion. To feed or to mate. He was struggling with the choice. Leaning down, he grazed his fangs over the mare's shoulder, catching the strap of her dress and easily tearing it apart. As the fabric fell and exposed her shoulder and her arm, he dipped his muzzle and peeled back his lips, his tongue pressing against the wound she had suffered earlier and lapped at the blood trickling down her arm. Lavishing in the taste of her blood, the stallion nickered heavily against her, his growing lust and desire becoming increasingly evident as his sheath started to unfurl his cock. Feeling his tongue against her wound and feeling his body pressing against her, the mare started to panic. She thrashed her arms against him, pounding her closed fist against his chest. With a heavy push, the mare attempted to slip past the larger stallion, managing to duck beneath his arm and take a few steps towards freedom before she inevitably felt one of his arms wrap around her waist. She was quickly spun around and pressed harshly against the stallion's naked body, held tightly against him as his lips peeled back in a snarl and a hiss. His ears pinned back against his neck, and his crimson eyes flared even brighter as his fiery mane seemed to ignite and burn with an even more intense heat and fire. The blood from her wound dripped from his lips as he brought his fangs closer to the side of her neck, pressing his cheeks against hers, breathing heavily against her ear. Never try to escape me again, he snarled heavily the claws on his fingers pressing against the small of her back, causing her to arch her back and press her body against him tighter. I'm sorry. Please, please don't hurt me. She begged and pleaded with him, her entire body shuddering in fear at the thought of being drowned and ripped apart and murdered. I am a Kelpie of my word. He whispered against her ear. A softness came over his voice, a tenderness, which wasn't there just seconds before. But you must allow me to make you mine. Do that, and your life will be spared. 
The mare quivered against him, her breathing ragged as her heart pounded against her chest. She was thankful that he wasn't wanting her life, but the thought of this creature taking her virginity was something which was both thrilling and terrifying. I've... I've never been with a lover before. Please. Her voice was shaky, a little weak as she spoke, her eyes matching with his as he pulled back from her to look over her once again. This time his features were softer, his eyes were gentle and kind, and his touch softened against her back as his fingers reached up and cupped the back of her neck. His other hand reached out and touched her right shoulder, slipping one of his fingers under the strap to slowly pull it over her shoulder to undress her. I promise to be gentle. His voice trailed off as he watched her dress fall from her shoulder, slipping down over her breast and catching on her hips. Trust me. He leaned in, whispering against her ear as he raised the hand at her shoulder and gently stroked the front of her muzzle. A soft, tingling sensation filled her nostrils as the mare gasped softly, unsure of what was happening to her. Her breath was then caught in her throat as the stallion pulled on the back of her neck, his own body falling backwards into the water as he dragged her with him. She gasped a final breath of air before her body dove under the water, tensing as the stallion's arm around her neck tightened and pulled her deeper and deeper beneath the surface of the water. It was as if the two equines were falling from a cliff in slow motion, the stallion's body falling backwards, his eyes never leaving the mare's, as she faced him and fell forward with her body pressed heavily against him. She continued to hold her breath, her eyes wide as she started to struggle against his grip, panicking that he had lied to her and was about to drown her. Breathe, my darling. He almost purred the words as he pushed his fingers between her lips, forcing her mouth to open as he pressed down on her tongue to cause her to panic and take a massive breath of air. A wave of terror flushed over the mare. Just when she was expecting to inhale water into her lungs, she was shocked and taken aback by the fact she was easily breathing underwater. The feeling of fresh air entering her lungs as the water lapped at her mouth was something she was not expecting, and a look of stunned silence fell across her face as she stared at the Kelpie stallion in disbelief. Now will you trust me? He cooed gently, removing his fingers from her mouth to gently trace her lips, folding down her lower lip before pressing his own lips against hers in a passionate kiss. His tongue quickly sought hers, flickering across it before tracing the lines of her mouth while holding her body against his. She shivered against him, gasping as his mouth connected with hers, her eyes slowly closing as she began to trust the creature a little more, losing herself in their passionate kiss. As she nervously started to play her tongue along his, she could feel the lust building up inside of her, sending small quivers down her spine and along her thighs. Even with the water surrounding her, she could still feel the warmth growing between her legs, a feeling she had explored herself a few times alone. But the gentle throbbing of anticipation was something rather tantalizingly new. As his lips parted from hers, she took another ragged breath of air. Her mind was a muddled blur, for in that moment in time, she had completely forgotten she was deep under the water's surface. As the feeling of weightlessness washed over her, she gasped a little as the touch of the stallion's lips pressed against her neck, the canine-like fangs grazing over her skin. Her hands quickly fell to his shoulders, digging her fingers into his skin and holding onto him 
as they continued to slowly drift in the water's current together. For that moment in time, she couldn't fathom how the creature could have given her the ability to breathe underwater. Was this part of his immortality? Was there some sort of magic involved? She dared not to voice her questions, especially when those razor-sharp fangs continued to trail a path down her neck and towards her shoulder, parting the hair on her coat to leave a small trail in their wake. The clawed hands of the stallion slowly traced down the middle of the mare's back, holding her body against his as he drifted slightly lower to bring his head at the level of her chest. The prick of his claws against her skin was a deadly reminder that she could not struggle nor attempt any type of escape from his grasp. As his lips kissed along her collarbone, slowly making their way across the top of her breast, his hands traced down her waist and caught the edge of where her dress had previously fallen to. Slowly gathering up the rolls of fabric, the stallion continued to travel his lips across her breast until he took a playful yet gentle bite at her nipples. The mare gasped, rolling her body in an uncomfortable motion as she moaned and shivered against him. The flat edge of his incisors pinched down gently against the hardened nub of flesh as his tongue flicked across the skin as he held her nipple hostage in his teeth. As the hem of her dress was pulled up along her thighs and across her hips, the stallion carefully tucked the fabric beneath the waistband to hold it in place. His fingers traced along the edge of her thigh, finding the fold of skin that bordered her thigh and her stomach and followed it down towards her mound. His tongue teeth and lips continued to tease and tug gently at her nipple as his fingers traced between her thighs, the tip of his middle finger softly dabbing a little deeper to feel the moisture and the heat that lay there. The mare moaned as her fingers dug a little deeper into his shoulders, her body wriggling in both pleasure but was also a tentative fear. The realization that she would be losing her virginity to an immortal godlike creature was quickly setting in. Alas, before she could contemplate it further, the stallion cupped his hand between her legs, lifting her slightly in the water as he moved down to position his muzzle against her mound. His nostrils flared as they seemed to inhale the intoxicating scent of her arousal, causing him to exhale heavily and a groan to grumble through his chest. Parting his lips, his tongue reached out and traced along the edge of her slit, tasting the growing arousal of the mare before his tongue dived in between her lips to taste her fully. With a gasp, the mare's body stiffened for a moment at the sudden penetration of his tongue, her hands roughly grasping at the floating tendrils of his mane to stabilize herself. She didn't even stop to realize the strands of his mane, previously flickering with flames and heat when he was on the surface, didn't burn or scold her hands. Instead, as if with a life of their own, they wrapped around her wrist and held her reassuringly as she gripped tightly in return. With one hand holding her thighs apart, the other reached around to part the lips to give him greater access to her pussy. He switched from diving his tongue deep into her pussy to tracing along her folds and flicking across her clit, groaning each time she convulsed and writhed in pleasure against his mouth. As each moment passed, the dappled gray mare's breathing became more and more ragged. Each breath was shorter and thicker as her thighs shivered as she moaned in ecstasy. As he moved to just dive his tongue deeper and deeper into her pussy with each lick, his thumb moved to rub circles against her clit, driving her closer and closer to reaching first release. Oh God. Oh fuck. Oh God. I can't 
take it anymore. The mare panted heavily, her breathing hitching between each word as her body bucked and writhed against him. Losing complete control over her body, the mare was grinding her hips against the Kelpie's face, her hands tugging at the handfuls of mane that held as she threw her head back. Taking in a deep, long final breath, her back arched as her body stiffened for just a moment before completely shuddering from head to hoof. Her thighs clamped together against the Kelpie's head, holding his tongue deep inside her as his thumb was pressed harshly against her clit. The mare finally released the breath she had been holding, crying out in ecstasy as her body shuddered as her climax washed over her. As her thighs loosened their grip against the stallion's face, her body began to go limp from the mixture of pleasure and waves of satisfaction. Her hands loosened their grip on the stallion's mane, and her legs fell limp as she floated carefree in the water, puffing while attempting to catch her breath. It wasn't until the stallion moved in the water, positioning himself above her as his hand cupped the back of her waist to pull her slowly towards him that she snapped back to reality. The Kelpie smirked wickedly as his bright, glowing crimson eyes met with hers, watching her eyes widen as she felt the full length of his now very erect cock getting caught between their bodies. Her lips parted, quivering slightly as she gasped at feeling his hardness against her, knowing that this creature of the deep was about to do what no other had done to her. Leaning down, the stallion pressed his muzzle against her ear, his teeth grazing past her skin and nibbling gently before he spoke. Now, it's time to make you mine, Mare. His sultry voice whispered against her ear, sending another nervous shudder down her spine. As he pulled his head back to be able to gaze upon the mare, the tendrils from his tail split into two equal parts and snaked around each pastern of her legs. Glancing down, the mare watched as this happened. A moment of amazement washed over her as she realized the tales of Kelpies using their mane and tail to move independently was true. Alas, as she felt the tendrils tighten around her fetlocks and pasterns, pulling her legs slowly apart, her eyes quickly looked back with the crimson eyes of the stallion. So far, the flaming chestnut creature had kept his promise. He hadn't harmed her but had only shown her pure and unadulterated pleasure. For that moment, she found an odd serenity fall across her as she lifted her hand to gently stroke and touch his cheek, tracing gently down along his jaw towards his lips. The stallion watched curiously as the mare bravely placed a finger over his lower lip, pulling it down to reveal more of his sharp canine fangs. Her eyes wandered over him, looking at the changing color on his pelt, which ranged from a light cream on his face to the deep chestnut and fiery reds across his shoulders and back. Her eyes traced the interesting white patterns, ranging from the badger face marking to what she could only describe as odd, curled zebra-like markings across his neck, back, and hips. It was only when she felt the head of his cock pressing between the folds of her womanhood that she came back to looking at the stallion's eyes as he watched her. With a single clawed hand wrapped around the median ring of his cock, he slowly guided himself against the folds of her pussy as it rubbed against her entrance. His other hand rested against the small of her back, pulling her closer to him as his cock entered her slowly. The growing rumble from deep within his chest couldn't be contained as he felt her encasing the head of his cock, watching her closely as the gray mare gasped and tensed her body as she felt him push slowly inside of her. A mix of undescribable pleasure and pain coursed through her body as she cried out, 
a moan of pleasure with a small yelp at the end. She wasn't naive to the knowledge that the first time someone entered her, it would be uncomfortable, possibly painful even. What she wasn't quite ready for was the mix of pain with pleasure that she would feel. That feeling of something filling you slowly, spreading you, but also connecting deep within you. As the stallion gently, slowly pushed deeper and deeper inside her, the hand around his cock let go and found its place at the back of her neck. As the median ring pushed inside her, he paused for a moment, letting the mare adjust herself, relaxing slowly as she accepted him and grew accustomed to the feeling of his cock inside her. Only when she took a deep breath in did his lips land against her neck, both hands pulling her tightly against him as he thrust further inside of her. Her thighs slapped against his own as the full length of his cock thrust into her, pausing only before a moment before he pulled his hips back and thrust back into her again. The pain the mare felt had quickly started to subside, replaced only by intoxicating pleasure as the immortal creature continued to thrust into her. The gentle nips of his incisors down along the curve of her neck, the claws on his fingertips digging into the small of her back, and the gentle, rhythmically thrusting was sending the mare into a daze. With her eyes closed, Serena rolled back her head, arching her back to the creature and allowing wave after wave of pleasure to wash over every thrust of the stallion's thick cock inside of her. The feeling of strands of his mane wrapping around her wrist and pulling them above her to keep her bound in place didn't even truly capture the mare's attention as she gasped and moaned in pure ecstasy. As his mane held her wrist above her head and his tail held her legs spread apart, the Kelpie started to move with more deliberate actions. Slowly pulling his cock out of her until the head was barely still inside of her, he paused for a half a second before roughly thrusting his entire length into her. He continued to repeat this motion over and over again. Each time he thrust forcefully into her, his balls slapped against her, and the mare squealed in absolute delight as he felt every last, incredibly tight inch of her. As his cock throbbed inside of her, he could feel the swelling flare of his own orgasm starting to build. With the tightening grip of the mare's pussy around his cock, the quivering of her own thighs, it was clear that the mare was teetering on the edge as well. Snarling with his lips peeled back, the Kelpie lashed out and bit down on the mare's shoulder, just above her collarbone as he thrust roughly into her. The canine-like fangs broke the surface of the mare's skin by a mere millimeter as he pulled his cock out a few inches before ramming back inside of her, his fingers clawing at her back as he held her against him, using her as nothing more than a fuck toy for those final movements. For as the head of his cock flared to its full size, the stallion roughly thrust into her for the final time before groaning and releasing rope upon rope of thick sea deep inside her. With the mix of pain from the bite and the clawing at her back, and the feeling of his cock swelling inside her and filling her with cum. The mare lost herself in wave after wave of orgasmic eruptions. With a powerful final thrust, the stallion held himself inside of the mare as the final pulse of his cock filled her with his seed. With his teeth relinquishing her shoulder, he panted heavily against the crook of her neck as the tendrils of his mane and tail slowly untangled themselves and released her arms and legs. His hands still held her against him, as he felt her shuddering body start to calm, relaxing and falling limp within his arms. Even as his cock softened, he held his hips against hers as he started to slowly lift her within the water, 
both Equan slowly floating towards the surface of the water. Serena was panting, shivering and weak all over her body as she started to come to from the dizzying haze of orgasm, realizing that the stallion was slowly pulling her from the depths of the lake. As she opened her mouth to speak, the stallion pressed his lips against hers, kissing her passionately and once again taking her breath away. The taste of herself on his lips, the hint of blood from the shallow bite on her neck, as well as the general taste to him, was an intoxicating mix that seemed to wipe the mare's mind of what she wanted to say. As they neared the surface, the stallion pulled his lips from hers, lifting a hand and tracing along her jawline and across her cheek as he looked over her. Slowly, his body moved away from hers, a softened cock slipping out of her and leaving a trail of his seed dissipating in the water. It is time you continued on your journey, Serena. The Kelpie spoke softly, looking down over her shoulder at the small puncture marks he had left behind in his moment of raw passion and desire. His thumb reached out to gently caress the bite marks in a soothing manner, only for a moment before his hand moved to her chin and pulled her to face him as he looked sternly into her eyes. But know this. His words were suddenly more stern, a warning and a threat hidden deep beneath the crimson eyes as they stared down into the mare's blue eyes. Do not return here. Do not seek me out again. And warn those of the village of the monster that lurks within the water. Serena watched his demeanor change before her eyes and almost instantly felt a small twinge of pain deep within her chest at the thought of never seeing him again. But common sense quickly found its way into her own reasoning. How could such a creature wander the streets of a civilized town? Flaming mane and tail, canines sharper than knives, claws just as sharp and menacing. The stallion's appearance first and foremost was the stories written in literature to incite fear and nightmares. Not to mention, just how old was this creature of the deep? How many civilizations had he bore witness to the rise and fall of? As the mare slowly nodded in agreement to his warnings, the stallion's hand lifted from her chin as he ran his thumb across her lips, his fingers dancing across her muzzle and over her nostrils to remove the magic that he had placed upon her. Her eyes widened as she felt the rush of water hit her nostrils, causing her to instantly hold her breath and glance towards the surface of the lake. Scrambling towards the surface, the Kelpie stallion relinquished his grasp upon her body, allowing her to swim the final few meters to the surface. As she broke through the barrier of water, inhaling a massive breath of fresh air, she paused for but a moment to catch her breath. Her hand scrambled to pull her dress up from around her waist, holding the cloth over her breast as she started to paddle to the water's edge. Slowly, she exited the water, slipping her arm through the one undamaged sleeve of her dress as her other hand held the broken side in an attempt to keep herself covered. As she walked shakily out of the water, she paused only to lean down to pick up her messenger bag and sling it over her shoulder, turning to look back to the water to see only the stallion's head peering from the water as he watched her. Please, at least tell me your name if I'm never to see you again, she pleaded as she called out to him, her breathing still a little heavy. Lifting his head completely out of the water, the stallion watched her for a moment, standing there in the mist, dripping wet, legs still quivering and heart still racing. She wasn't an innocent maiden anymore, and at the very least, 
She deserved to know the name of the stallion who had taken that innocence from her, even if she had relished in every second of it. My name is Gemini, he spoke softly. And even though there was a distance between them, it felt as if he had whispered those very words right against the mare's ear. As she closed her eyes, she swallowed hard, taking in a long, deep breath in an attempt to steady herself and walk away from this moment in time. Farewell, Serena. His voice trailed off, causing the mare to open her eyes once again, only to witness the last strands of his mane disappearing from the water's surface. She watched as a single flame left behind from his mane danced across the water, following the small ripple of water as it faded into the calm of the surrounding waters. As the flame extinguished and vanished, so did the creature of the lake. The stallion that had been her first lover whilst also the greatest threat to her life. Gemini, she repeated softly under her breath, letting the melody of his name rolling over her lips for the first time. She sighed softly, lowering her head for a moment as she composed herself and turned around. I'll never forget you, she whispered, unsure if the stallion would even hear her words or not. Glancing over her shoulder one last time, she checked to see if the stallion was anywhere in sight. Sighing only when she realized he was nowhere to be seen, did she turn back around and started to walk back through the forest. Once again, she returned to the path she had been walking before, holding her sodden dress against her chest as she continued back on the path towards the village. There was no one that she could tell this story to. No one that would ever believe a magical Kelpie had made passionate love to her and then warned her of his dangers. But it would be a memory she would hold dear and close to her heart for the rest of her life. And with that, we've come to the conclusion of our story. Once again, I want to thank everyone for joining us, as well as Dream Merchant for submitting this wonderful story. With all of the encouragement you've given me, showcasing this story is the least that I could do. I hope everyone listening will also go visit their Fur Affinity and So Furry pages for more of their wonderful work. Links will be provided in the description of this episode. Good night, and come again. <laughs>